Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all give God a praise for your giving. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Living Water, I am glad to be here with y'all this day. Uh, you're not just another church, you're a family. Amen. And when Living Waters and Deliverance get together, something's going to happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to take time out. Some of the churches here, amen. Hallelujah. I want y'all, Deliverance, make some noise. Hallelujah. Let them know you're glad to be here. Let them know you're in the house. Amen. Amen. Thank God for everyone that came out. I thank God for you. You didn't have to come, but thank God you did. I am humbled. Amen. To see your face. Amen. Uh, these are my, you would call them almond barrels, but we call them the kingsmen. Will all the kingsmen in the house stand up, please? All the kingsmen. Hallelujah. 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 Are some queens here? Are some of the queens here? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Now we're ready to have church. You got your Bibles? Look at somebody and say, you ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? Uh. <laughs> Something is about to happen. Uh, something God is about to do something that's going to blow your mind. And as we sit here and we wait for the word to come forth, I want you to prepare your minds and your understanding that God has blessed you, is going to bless you beyond your measure. He just sent me by here to tell y'all that he's about to do something that is going to blow your mind. <laughs> That the Apostle Paul says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what God has in store for them that love him. But the next verse said, but the Spirit had revealed it to us, what he's about to do. The next move in God is going to be catch you by surprise. It's going to catch you by surprise. You're not even going to be thinking about it. But I want you to understand, I want to encourage you. Tell somebody, I came to encourage you. I don't need you to encourage yourself today. I'm here to encourage you. Hallelujah. And so everybody have their Bible. Let's turn to Isaiah chapter 10. Hallelujah. And we're reading from the 20th to the 27th. Hallelujah. When you have it, say amen. I will ask you to stand to your feet for the reading of the word. Amen. The reverence to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to do it a little different today. I'm going to read the 20th. If you read the 21st, I read the 22nd. You read the 23rd. How about that? Can y'all help me with that? Amen. 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 And it shall come to pass in that day that the raiment of Israel and such are escaped from the house of Jacob shall no more again stay upon him that smote them but shall stay upon the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in truth. 
For though thy people Israel be as the sands of the sea, yet a raiment of them shall return, and the consumption degree shall overflow with righteousness. Therefore, thus said the Lord God of hosts, O my people that dwelleth in Zion, be not afraid of the Assyrians. He shall smite thee with a rod and shall lift up his staff against thee after the manner of Egypt. And the Lord of hosts shall stir up a scourge for him according to the slaughter of the Midians at the rock of Oreb. And as his rod was upon the sea, so shall he lift it up after the manner of Egypt. Wait a minute. Read that one more time. Taken from where? Take it from where? Go ahead. And what? What? Yoke from. Go ahead. Wow. He said the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. You may be seated. Prophesy somebody said the yoke is broken. <laughs> Look at somebody else said the yoke is broken. Uh huh. I want to give you just a summary of what's going on here. Assyria has been sent by God to discipline Israel because Israel, Manasseh, and Ephraim had a fight with one another. These are two brothers having a fight, disagreement with one another. And not only are they fighting one another, they're going to get Judah to go against Judah and fight against them as well. And so God, being the father that he is, did not intervene to stop this fight from going on. But because they was his chosen people, he allowed the Assyrians to take them over as a master to teach them that there's somebody greater than you, that you need to get back in line with me and let me be your God. Mm, God, help me, Lord. So what happened is that Assyria, the king, got cocky because he thought he was doing it. Mm, God, help me, Lord. And God says, and God, the prophet says this, how can a, a rake, and I'm paraphrasing, how can a rake rake the yard if a man don't grab it and rake it? The rake don't get the glory. The man that does the raking gets the glory. <laughs> How can a sword attack anybody if a man don't have it in his hand? The glory is not in the sword. The glory is in the man. Well, he said that to tell me this. You're just an instrument. And I use you the way I please. But don't you think that it's about you. Because the glory don't go to you. The glory goes to me. What has happened in the church, we have taken God's glory when we're just spoons and forks and, and, and we're just utensils that God used to bring forth his word. But don't you think it's about you? Mm -hmm. 
you, you don't get this glory. You don't get the you don't get the read. You don't get to say it was me because it was not you. It was the Lord using you to do what He wanted you to do. I'm tired of people taking credit for what God does. Yes, I. As people might get healed, but it ain't me. Yes, I might speak a word to you, prophesy, but it ain't me. It's the Lord. Give the Lord all the glory. So the king began to boast. Say, I've done this, and I've done that, and and I've conquered nations, and I've conquered gods greater than, than the gods of Israel. He began to boast because he didn't realize God was using him to get Israel back in line. Mm -hmm. Sometimes God has sent calamity our way. Sometimes God will send hardship our way to get us back in line with him. See, you're fighting against God. We say the devil did it. No, baby, it ain't the devil. The devil works for him. And whatever he tells the devil, the devil got to do. And so it ain't about who, who it ain't about the devil is about you getting yourself together. Stop lying. Stop fornicating. Stop doing what you're doing and let God have his way in your life. God sometimes will beat us. No, y'all don't want to hear that because you say he chastised them that he loved. If God ain't chastising you, it's something wrong because a parent always spanks a child. When they do wrong, they spank them to make them do right. And sometimes God has to spank us to make us do right because we want to do wrong. Y'all, you heard that song before? Because I want to do wrong. Paul puts it like this. When, when I went to do good, evil was present. And so I myself between two opinions. One was evil and one was good. I'm anointed, but I got struggles. <laughs> I'm anointed, but it don't take, I still got problems. <laughs> Y'all don't hear me here. And so what God is trying to tell you is that, listen, whatever I use you to do, give me the glory. <laughs> whatever I use you to do for my name, give me the glory. <laughs> and so the Assyrian king began to get cocky because he felt like, this is all me. You know how it is. When things are going right in your life, you got the money you want, you got the house you want, you got the car you want, you're dressing like you want to dress. You begin to think, it's my education that got me all this. I did the, all the work by myself. No, baby, God is doing the work. And he's making you look good, but you never think that it was all you. So what Assyria began to do, they began to take money from Israel. Because Hezekiah had made an agreement with the king of Assyria that if you leave us alone, we'll give you what you want. And the king of Assyria said, well, I want this much silver. I want this much gold. And so it became a yoke on the neck of Israel. And so God sits here. He says, he tells them, listen, don't worry about what has happened in the past. I've come to encourage you and tell you you're about to come out. Mm. He sent Israel a word. He said, a lot of y'all are infatuated with the success you had with the Assyrians. Some of them have got into business with the Assyrians. They didn't want to go back to Israel. They was comfortable where they were. And then some of them wanted to go back, but didn't know how to go back. So God said it's going to be a few. It's only a few, y'all. It's only a few. 
It's only a few. It's not a lot of folks in church seeing the vision that God has for the church. It's only a, a few. So God said, it's going to be a raiment come back. It's going to be a few of y'all come back. And I came to let y'all know when you come back, you're not going to come back weak. You're going to come back strong. <laughs> Look at somebody. You're about to come back strong. You're about to come back strong. I know you've been abused. I know there's a yoke on your neck. But God told me to tell you he's about to send an anointing that breaks every yoke, that destroys every chain. God's about to change a yoke-breaking anointing your way. Stay where you at. Don't move. Let God do what he wants to do. Because in the meantime, y'all don't hear me. Meantime means there's some stuff going on. It ain't like God. In the meantime, me, that I got to suffer while I go through this thing. But I know I'm going to come out on top. Y'all don't get... He begins, he begins to tell them. He said, for the Lord God of hosts shall make a consumption. Mm. Now the word consumption, we would think, means to consume. But what he's actually saying to them he said, I'm going to make an expected end. Mm. Uh, in other words, my ending is going to be, not be the ending I think it's going to be, but God going to give me what I asked for. Because mm. I asked for deliverance. He's going to give me deliverance. Because I asked for healing. He's going to give me healing. Because I asked for a new house or a new car. He's going to give me what I asked for. Because after you've suffered a while, God help me, Lord. Nobody wants to suffer. Everybody wants to dance, but nobody wants to suffer. Everybody wants to preach, but nobody wants to suffer. Everybody wants to put, have big money, but nobody wants to suffer. Because suffer is not favorable. Nobody tell you I'm going to start a church and suffer. When they say they're about to start the church, they're excited. I'm going to start a church. But between you starting the church and getting the church up, you're going to have to preach to you just for a minute. It looks good to be up here. But you don't know the suffering I had to go to. To get to where I'm at right now, I had to go through some stuff. I had to go through some Assyrians. Y'all don't hear me. There's some Assyrians in your life that's come to make you miserable. But God told me to tell you that your misery is about over. Because I'm going to take your misery and turn it into your misery. Everything they said about you, I'm going to make them... Take, bite their tongue. Everything they said on your life. I'm going to make them be a liar. Because what they said is not going to be you. I'm going to turn everything that the enemy tried to do to you in your favor. God said, Israel, I'm going to restore my favor back to you. I'm going to give you my anointing. You're going to walk through truth, jump over walls. You're going to be able to take the enemy that had you oppressed. And you're going to be able to oppress the enemy. So he says this. He said, listen. This is the word God said. In the day of the Lord, the Lord removed the heavy burdens from your shoulders. 
Has anybody ever lift weights before? And you had that weight on your shoulder. And sometimes it feels like you do it like three times. You push it good. Feel good about yourself. 300 and some pounds. I weigh 100 and some pounds. And I'm pushing it. By the time I get to the fourth or fifth push, it starts to weigh on me. Because life has a way of weighing on you. And the strength you had before, you feel yourself losing the strength. But tell somebody, one more push. I know it's hard. I know you've been through some hard times. But let's remember this. God got his hands on you. I know it don't seem like it's getting no better. But remember this. God said he'll never leave you or forsake you. It might get heavy sometimes. And your legs might get to wobbling. But the Lord is my strength. Cabo Shata. The Lord is my strength. And the Lord is my strength. It ain't my strength I need. I need his. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. Then he says, there's going to be broke off the yoke of bondage from your neck. Anybody know anything about history? Our history. When they get the slaves, they put a with bells around their neck. They chained them together. And don't tell me, slavery was bad. Yes, it was. But I'm so glad God freed us from slavery. He took the yoke off our necks. He took the chains off our feet. We can walk around now and say, I'm free. Somebody say, I'm free. Uh -huh. Listen, being free in the spirit is free indeed. Uh, who the son has set free is free indeed. And so he began to tell him, yeah, I'm going to loose it off your neck. But the reason it's coming off is because of the anointing. You know, let me tell y'all something. You'll never be as anointed as when you're going through something. When you're going through something, when you come out of it, my God, it's hard to keep you in your seat. Because you understand that it was the anointing of God that broke these chains off my life. You understand that it was nobody that spoke to me, but God freed me from this misery that I was in. You will understand that no weapon formed against me will prosper because God has the anointing of God on your life. Look at somebody say, God got the anointing on you. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. God got the anointing. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. And what he meant by that, and I read this, I looked it up, and he said the anointing. But in the, uh, in the, in the, not the, the uh, Amplified Bible, it says the oil or the fat. Mm -hmm. It said that the, the, the illustration he was given was a bull that had got so fat. And fattening mean, means prosperity. The bull got so big that the yoke they put on his neck wouldn't fit his neck anymore. Said, 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 said the bull got so fat 
that the yoke couldn't fit his neck. Y'all gonna get in a little bit. That you can go through and get so anointed that when the enemy come to put on you again what he had on you before, you are too fat now for a defeat. When he comes another way, you're already fat with the anointing. And so when he tries to get you another way, you said to God be the glory because I'm already fat. You should have got me when I was lean, but you waited till I got fat. And now that I'm fat, God help me, Lord, this burden, this yoke you're trying to put me won't fit me anymore I came to tell somebody your time of coming out is right around the corner God has made you fat God has made you anointed God has made you big y'all don't hear me he tried to destroy you but God made you fat I'm fat now you waited too long you waited too long I know you want take me out but you waited too long I know you wanted to do it but you couldn't do it because God was making me so that's why I understand now that what he used to do to me he can't bully me with that no more because now I'm growing now I'm getting bigger now I recognize the enemy when I see him I don't run for him I fight him I ain't scared of bully no more because you got to bring something to get something. So he says, God said, let me tell you something. Because of the anointing I put on your life, I'm going to make you fat. Everything you need, I'm going to give it to you. Whatever you need to be equipped for this fight, I'm going to give it to you. Whatever giant come in your life, I'm going to kill him for you. You're not going to have to fight in this fight. For the battle is not yours. It is the Lord's. Tell somebody, you got to know when to fight and when to wait. He said the anointing. This anointing is a symbol of God that God has placed on your life an anointing that destroys not some yokes every yoke mm -hmm. what is he saying to me I'm in prayer line saying somebody pray for me because I have been tormented by this spirit And no matter how much people pray for me, I don't never get the breakthrough that I think I should get. And the reason that is, because God is making you. He's processing you. He's bringing you up to a certain standard where when you come to the next enemy, because they say every level there's a different devil, when you come to the next devil in your life, you'll be able to handle Look at somebody say, handle it, handle it, handle it. God is telling me to tell y'all, stop crying over spilt milk. 
Don't let your past mess up your because I've spoken a word over you when you was in your mother's womb that you was going to be the head and not the tail. But you got to say it yourself. Tell somebody, you got to speak over your... And so what has happened, the church has got silent. And we've taken whatever the enemy throw our way. But I dare three people or four people to stand up and say, I ain't taking it no more. That's the last straw. I'm tired of being tormented. I'm tired of going through. I'm tired. I'm tired. And now you push me in a corner. And the yoke that's on my neck, you can't put it on me no more because I'm too fat right now. Look at somebody say, I'm too fat. Too fat. I'm too fat. I'm too fat. I'm too fat. I'm too fat now. Uh, you should have caught me earlier. I'm too fat now. I got too much anointing on me now. I got too much of God's power in my life. I'm fat right now. Because what? The real reason you stay in it longer than you should because you don't want to get fat. You want to keep the same spiritual, physical body that you had. But sometimes you got to gain some weight. For the new place God is taking you, you got to carry some weight with you. I can't go in at the same old weight I went in before. I got to get some weight on me because this devil right here, he's a little bigger than the one before and God said I'm going to make you fat not only are you going to defeat him look at somebody say we win we win we win not only are you going to defeat him and cut his head off God said I'm going to give you anointing to walk through some people walk through some demons because he said I'll never leave you or forsake you David wrote yea do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil. Why? Because thou. For thou, for thou, for thou walkest with me. And so, I came to encourage you. It's time to work out. It's time that you stop feeling sorry for yourself and get in the fight. He told Israel, it's time for you now to understand that you're fat and the Assyrians that used to be pulling you down can't pull you down no more because you weigh too much. And so I came to encourage some of y'all. It's time for you to get fat with the anointing. With the power of God, it's time to get fat. It's time to chase some demons. They've been chasing you. It's time for you to chase them. They've been bothering you. Time for you to bother them. In the name of Jesus, I command you to loose here. I'm not going to take it no more. Tired. 
of taking what he gives me. He lets me have certain stuff. I'm tired of that. I want what God has for me. Anybody here want what God has for you? God didn't take me through all that hell for nothing. It got to be a blessing at the end of this storm. It has to be a blessing. Because I'm fat now. Oh, yeah. I can get my strut back. Because I know I am more than a conqueror now. Uh-huh. Get, my, get my confidence back. I know God is on my side. You got to get confidence back sometimes. Because as we live in this church, we get discouraged sometimes. Do, pastors, do y'all get discouraged sometimes? Feel like just walking away? God, I, ain't, I didn't know it was going to be like this. Because people would drive you crazy. If you let them. Listen, the important thing is if you let them. Some folks you just got to walk away from. You, I can't help you. You don't want to be helped. You want somebody to pacify you. I'm not a pacifier. Some people you got to walk away from. Some people ain't going to do right. I don't care how much you preach to them. You can tell them to give 24-7. They ain't going to give. Because those are the people that makes us sharper. They're there to make us grow. They're there to, like sandpaper, they're there to rough us and, and get us smooth in our rough places. They're there to make you trust God. In spite of what it looked like. In spite of what you put in the offering plate. I believe God's going to make a way out of no way. Because I'm fat. And I believe that God will do anything but fail. Do I have any witnesses in here? And so, I came to tell you, I'm going to go sit down. You're about to gain some weight. You got to gain some weight. Can't be settled where you at. Don't you get tired of being in the same place? Year in and year out. Don't you want to move up in God? Don't you want to experience the blessings of God? Listen, spiritually, financially, mentally, I want to experience the whole scope of what God has for me. The whole man has to be taken care of. See, as a church, we got to take care of the whole man. Sometimes we have to neglect ourselves to take care of you. But that's a part of the ministry. That's the part you sign up for. That's the small writing on the end of the contract you don't look at when you're signing the contract. Lord, that wasn't, I didn't see that. You, you, didn't, you didn't read the fine print? No, I was just happy to be what you called me to be. You got to read the fine print. There's more to it than just getting up here preaching. Ministry is more than preaching. Preaching is just part of it. Ministry is more than preaching. There's other things you got to do in ministry besides get up there and preach. It's work. It's work. It's work. And as we work, 
we gain weight. Because that impossible thing that you thought would you down, you took it down. That bill that you never thought you would get paid, God paid it all. Because he said, I need you to trust me and take me at my word. And if I said I brought you to this, I'll bring you through this. Don't worry about where it's coming from. I'm going to send it anyhow. So I'm fat now. I've seen God do some things. Not because I'm so good. No, don't get that wrong. Not because I preach his word. I've seen God keep his word to me. I've seen him keep his word. Me and my wife seen God keep his word. He kept his word. And he's still working some things out now. But he told me, he said, don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of it. Just put your hands to the plow. And I'll make whatever you do manifest. I'll make it multiply. You'll have more than enough. Listen, if we do what God wants us to do, we'll have more. There's no deficit in God. I don't care what they say. There's no deficit in God. We've been struggling. We've been going through. Because when you're God's people, you've got to go through some things. That's just how it is. But God told me to tell you, the anointing that you're getting by going through what you're going through. The yoke is not going to be able to stay on your neck. The enemy is not going to be able to keep you down. And you're going to put the enemy under your foot instead of the enemy putting you under his foot. Because the devil is real. But I came to let him know I'm real too. And my God is real too. And he know God better than I do because he was there with him. But he think I don't know that God is on my side. Everybody's standing. We're going home. Don't, 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 don't. Don't go to the gym tomorrow and try to work this off. Okay? Don't go to the gym tomorrow. I got to lose this. No, I'm not losing this I got right here. I need it. I need it. I need it. No, I want all the people that's going through something, put a smile on your face. Put a smile on your face. Thank God. Thank the Lord. It's going to sound crazy, but listen to what I got to say. It's going to sound crazy, but I thank God that sometimes I don't have no money in my pocket. It's going to sound crazy because I give him an opportunity to show me how strong he really is. Walk in a car dealership, no money in my pocket. No money in the bank, but I'm assured. That God, because I'm stepping in, I'm stepping to faith, you can't see. Because I'm fat right now. And I know whatever I say, I ask God, he said he would do it. And I'm just taking him at his word. I'm not. Making nothing up. I'm taking him at his. Got to learn how to walk by faith. Sometimes we be in church and all I got is $20. And I had to learn how to say, okay. <laughs> you said. 
You will. I'm going to take you at your word. Took the $20. Ain't worried about the pay bill. Ain't worried about the water bill. Didn't worry about the mortgage. Threw that $20 in there. My family ate every night. Whatever we needed, somebody gave it. Y'all don't hear me. Somebody gave me a car. Took me grocery shopping. Bought groceries for me and my family. Am I lying, babe? Bought groceries for me and my family. But check this out. They wasn't wealthy. They didn't have a lot. They would sit in their apartment, and the landlord was not on their apartment. They wouldn't say nothing. But God used them to bless me. Because they don't always come from a wealthy place. Tell somebody, don't always come from a wealthy place. Somebody on food stamps can bless you. When you believe God, God will take those that don't have and bless you and then turn around and bless them. That same person today is living in Virginia in a nice place. Because he stepped out on faith and blessed somebody else. And we start blessing other folk. We start blessing our neighborhoods. They don't need to come to your church. God might not send them here. But you're supposed to bless them anyhow. You will get fat in the spirit. So I want everybody that need to be fat, come on up here with me. I need to be fat myself. I need some more fatness. I don't want you to go home lean no more. I want you to go home fat. Hallelujah. 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 The, ex the, 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 the exercise industry is making billions of dollars because people are trying to lose weight. But I ain't trying to lose this. I want to keep this. I don't want that yoke to prick my neck anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. While you're standing here, grab hands. Connect with somebody. We prophesying to each other tonight. Hallelujah. We're prophesying. Grab somebody's hands. Link up with somebody. Hallelujah. Now I want you to just pull them a little bit. Tighten it up. Pull them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Tighten it up. Get closer. Don't. No spaces. No spaces. The reason God is doing this is because when you stand together, the enemy don't have any room to get in. God wants us to get closer. If I get fat, you're going to get fat because you're attached to me. So when you go through, I'm going through with you because I'm going to pull you out of what you're going through because God has anointed me to destroy the yoke. Not in my life, but in your life. And you're the sort of yoke in my life.
Y'all see how this works? And so, while we're standing together, the enemy is mad right now. Y'all don't see what I see. Because he thought it will not work. He's upset right now. Because you have received the word of God. And not only received it, you have acted on the word. And you're getting fatter and fatter because you're believing the impossible. You're believing he's not going to leave me this way. You're believing God got more for me. You're believing he's going to bring me out. You're believing that God would not leave me in the situation that I am in, but he's going to bring me out victorious. I'm going to praise him again. I'm going to laugh again. I'm going to run again. I'm going to dance again for the yoke that was on me is too small for me now because I got fat. He threw. The devil said, I'm going to throw cancer your way. See what you do with that. I'm going to throw sugar diabetes your way. See what you do with that. I'm going to show, I'm going to throw Alzheimer's your way. See what you do with that. And I found out something. You got to turn some things over to God. Mm -hmm. The doctor don't have all the answers. God, when he heals, you don't need no medication. There's no side effects. Some of y'all been through some hell with your bodies and sickness, but God brought you out. And you're fat right now. And no matter what the enemy throws your way, you can say with confidence, no weapon fall. I prophesy the strength of the Lord on your life. From this day forth, the spirit, the anointing will be on your life. Whatever you face, the anointing will go before you and defeat your enemies. The anointing will go before you and fight your battles for you. The anointing will go before you and destroy the enemy that's trying to destroy you. The anointing will be on your life from this day till you die. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. And even in death, Elijah was buried. And a man fell into Elijah's tomb. Dead. And the spirit was still on Elijah's bones. And the man that was dead touched the bones and got back up. God don't just anoint you on the flesh. He anoint you all the way to the bone. That somebody else might live when they come in contact with you. He's destroying the yoke. You're too fat for this yoke now. Time to move on. Paul says, time to move on from elementary things. Because I'm fat. And I need more to make me fatter. I need to go through something else to make me bigger. Going through is like lifting weights. The more you lift, the bigger you get. But I came to prophesy to the people of God. Your days of going through 
is over. That doesn't mean a storm is not going to come in your life. But it do mean when the storm comes, you're dressed for the storm. It won't take you down like it did before. It makes you stronger. That when the wind blows now, it don't knock me down. But I stand in the face of the wind and tell the wind, be still. And the wind has to obey what we say in the name of Jesus. So whatever it is, whatever it was, put it like that. Whatever it was that had you yoked up. Check.